Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the first installment of OK Larger's Talk. Today, I have a few very special guests with me. Beside me here, we have Valerie Sim, a scholar at NUH, a clinical psychologist. And over there, we have world superstar So Siang, who loves K-pop. And of course, we have Christabel Cha beside me, who is a student at Nanyang Poly. Today, we'll be talking about depression. But before that, perhaps, Valerie can give us some insight into what depression really is. So depression is a common problem uh, across the globe and it involves people uh, experiencing low moods and a loss in interest in daily activities. So having depression, it will affect the way that you think and the way you behave. I see. And is this something really common among students and youth today? Yes, um, it is very common, especially in Singapore where one in three youths have actually reported that they have experienced um, depression at some point of their lives. Okay, I see. And perhaps, Christabel, as a student yourself, could you give us some insight into a, into a student's perspective on depression and mental health as a whole? Um, like, what she's, uh, like what Valerie said, um, I think like, it's been very prevalent in, like, among like, Gen Zs and youths nowadays. And like, a lot of friends around me like, actually do face these issues a lot. But it's like, sometimes um, like, I don't really know how to help them because like, they'll tend to like, isolate themselves and like, try to like, bottle up their feelings. But every time I try to ask them if they're okay, then they just say they're fine and all. Yeah, so in this case, Valerie, what, what can we do to help them? Okay, so I think the best way would be to support those people that um, you think that they are going through something hard. So being there for that person, it will at least show that you are there for them and there's always someone that they can um, talk their feelings about and at least there's, there's some sort of support there. La. Yeah, I think to sum it up, the main ideology we're going here for is not to try and solve their problems and just get rid of depression, but just be there and try to be supportive the best you can. And when in doubt, just, you know, turn to the professionals. Yeah, and with that, can I turn to Tihang? Could you share more about what it's like being, you know, so beloved by so many people across the world and... and your perspective on mental health in general, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the issues that I face might not be something that, you know, everyone goes through, but I feel like on a day-to-day -day basis, I don't really know who my friends are. You know, some might be fake friends who are just there for the ride because, you know, they want to break that, hey, I got this very popular friend. And there are also friends that, you know, are really by your side through thick and thin. So... You know, one of the problems that I face is that I cannot differentiate between which is which. Um, also, being a celebrity also means that I'm under the public spotlight quite a lot. So I have to make sure that what I do is according to what my fans want from me. And I sometimes feel like I really cannot be myself. So, you know, it really makes me feel sad sometimes. Yeah. Mm, and, and perhaps if you could say one thing to all the listeners out here and all your fans, you know, what would you tell them? Stay happy. Stay just, happy. just stay happy. Don't, don't be sad. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Valerie, and maybe I'll turn to you now. Could you share more, share more about, like, the people you've spoken to and perhaps some insights you can bring to this topic? 
Um, so I've actually counseled many of you who are around um, 12 to 18 years old and I've realized that a common um, pattern among these group of people was that um, most of their issues come from like stress from school, from relationship issues with friends and sometimes their partners. So then um, these problems arise like um, there's that difficulty in coping with their uh, their feelings and they do not know where to turn to. I see, yeah. I see. And maybe Christabel, could you, do you, you know, do you relate to this, what she just said? Um, yeah. I mean, Singapore's education system is so, like, all of us know it's so stressful and very competitive. So um, even I myself, like, struggle to, like, keep up with um, my grades sometimes and like with the expectations from my teachers and parents like it makes it a lot more overwhelming yeah. I see I see and perhaps you know just anyone can answer this question or maybe let's point to Tihang first how let's you, you know let's turn to a lighter note you know how was your experience on the in Singapore's education system when you were younger so when I was young I feel like I went through what every typical Singaporean go through. I went through a typical primary school, albeit a little bit more towards the, um, I would say, prestigious side. So, you know, even though people say that there's a there's no classification between the various schools, I still feel that there is some division. So as a result, it forces students to have this mindset where, you know, I need to go inside this prestigious school. So it constantly pushes them and eventually it forms this bubble and at a certain point in time you get popped and that's when you know I feel depression starts to kick in because of all that pressure that's placed on them. Yeah. I, th- I think what you're referring to here is how within different schools and uh, different grades, right, you tend to see uh, different attitudes, uh, you know, when uh, people, you know, hang around with their classmates and you develop a uh, common understanding with each other mm. so do you think there's anything we can do to bridge this gap i think something that we can do it's is you know mm. don't know yeah actually okay well, let's turn to the expert over <laughs> here <yeah. laughs> you know well, perhaps you know on on the topic of mm. mental health and bridging the divide between so many people like mm. what what can we do um i think what we can do is that um, the best thing we could do first is to understand what mental health is about. Understand where the root problem is coming from. And I understand that um, I think within youth, we tend to talk to the people that are around the same age as us. Because when we approach those of a different generation, we have a different kind of mindset. Hence, um, conflicts might happen and then it will cause even more problems. Da. So then I think it would be good if um, there's programs out there. There's also, um, I think, like some videos on YouTube where you can watch. So you can watch together with your families so that um, two different parties can understand what it is about and possibly talk about the topic itself and it will then... Um, be a conversation that everyone can mm. I think what Valerie here is talking about is really the intergenerational mingling um, 
and understanding. You know, naturally, as as you're younger or if you are working adult already, you have different priorities in life, and and perhaps mental health might take a back seat. Um, we know nowadays youngsters and youths in general are putting mental health first, and you know, Christabel, could you share like? Do you have any experiences of these intergenerational conflicts because of different understandings? Um, I think personally for me, like my parents, me and my parents have like a very huge age gap. So like um, there are a lot of things where like I don't dare to share with them because I feel like they won't understand and they always just compare to like when um, like in their times, like things were like so much harder and stuff and that like we have it easier now. But I feel like, um, like we like this generation has like, maybe not say um, harder problems than them, but we also face the same issues, and it's just more brought up nowadays. But they just don't understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, so like, well, the differences in generations, you know, are quite big, and there are differences. We also have to understand there are also similarities, and we shouldn't just disregard, uh each other's priorities and thoughts just because they are of a different generation and we should try to bridge common understanding and be uh, you know empathize with those around us um, Valerie could you leave us with perhaps a parting message to all the listeners here you know what can we do mm, I'd say if you are going through something a rough like a rough patch don't be afraid to speak up because if you only keep things to yourself um, things will snowball and then it might worsen and then um, again it might lead to it uh, you might get depression which I'm pretty sure nobody wants that and also the very important thing is that um, always remember that sometimes whatever they are feeling it might also affect the people that are around you so yeah I think the key message we want to bring out here is that you know you're not alone you know a lot of us are experiencing things too and if we can all start sharing, you know, e- with each other, we can work through our differences and tough times. Yeah, and on a lighter note, thank you everybody for participating in today's uh, podcast. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks in a different school. Uh, you'll see us in Anderson Secondary School. And we'll have new guests and new hosts. We look forward to seeing you then, where we'll be covering the topic of anxiety, and once again, you can, this is OK La Just Talk podcast, where you can catch us on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music. Thank you, and goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. <coughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <coughs> Bye-bye.